0: Hello, and welcome to the Fuel Run Recover podcast, helping everyday runners fuel better, run smarter, and recover faster so you can reach your full performance potential. I'm your host, Stephanie Natchek, dietitian, fitness coach, and a fellow runner too. As the owner of Stephanie Natchek Performance Nutrition, I've spent the last 10 years helping runners learn to fuel their bodies, level up their running performance, and establish healthier relationships with food and exercise. If you're ready to reconnect with your love of running, then let's get started on today's episode. All right, so before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to invite you to check out a few great free resources that I created just for runners. To get them, all you have to do is click on the link in the show notes or visit www.stephanienachuk.com. If you visit my website, there's a little pop up box that comes up and it'll prompt you to enter your email address and these guides will be sent right to your inbox. The first guide is my fueling guide for runners. So in this resource, you'll find my top fueling tips for runners, as well as some specific meal ideas for both your pre and post run fuel. If you've been struggling to understand what to eat, when to support your running and just figuring out like what those meal ideas, like what those meals look like, what kind of foods you should be including before versus after you run, what the difference is between pre and post run fueling then this guide is exactly what you need to get you started on the right path. The other guide that I created is my strength training guide for runners. So this guide includes both a PDF resource, has some tips, guidelines, and links to my YouTube series where I actually walk you through all of the exercises in the program. This is a great beginner strength training guide for runners who want an effective but efficient full body workout that helps support the key muscles and movements you need to run stronger and injury free. So once again, both of these guides are available together. I have them put together as a little bundle for you. You can just click on the link in the show notes or go over to www.stephanie.com enter your email address, just the one time. And both of these free guides will get sent to your inbox right away. I hope you enjoy these resources and find them helpful in supporting you and your running. And now let's get into today's episode. All right, so in today's episode, I want to break down some questions that you can ask yourself to determine if it's time for you to start working with a running coach. So today's topic is all about hiring a coach. When is it time? And some things to consider, some questions that you might want to ask yourself when it comes to uh, being prepared, being ready to start working with a running coach. Obviously as a running coach myself, I always think it's a great idea to work with a professional, but you might be wondering about the benefits of hiring someone to help specifically with your running performance. Um, you know, those benefits compared to say, uh, going online, researching information that you can find from various blogs, websites, reading different books on running online, because the truth is there is plenty of information out there on the internet. I would argue that there is almost too much information out there on the internet at times. And you know, if, if you've kind of gone down that rabbit hole yourself sometimes of researching various topics, reading the blogs, websites, books, all of that stuff, um, the real challenge for most runners is actually sorting through all of that information. And so we can kind of get a little bit information overloaded with all of this free stuff and free advice and and things that we find out there and having to kind of go through all of that and kind of sift through it and, and funnel all of that into the strategies that we need right now to become better runners. Um, that can be, that can be hard to do because, there are an endless number of training plans out there. There's different training methods, different schools of thought or or sort of paradigms of thought on just about every running topic, you know, and if we're talking about nutrition as well, you'll find that there are again, lots of opinions, lots of schools of thought, lots of different methods and programs out there when it comes to nutrition. And there are very, very few things out there that you're going to find absolute consensus on, right? Lots of people are doing lots of things different ways. And the reality is that out there somewhere in the big wide world, that that is working for someone, right? Someone out there is having success with every single one of these strategies. The confusing thing or the challenging thing is figuring out which is going to be the right strategy for you. So there's almost nothing that you're going to find absolute consensus. Not every running professional or nutrition professional is going to agree on all of these things. Everyone's kind of working in their own slightly different way. When you look at the different runners that are out there, you know, there's a huge difference between training a brand new runner who has really no experience with the sport and training some elite athletes or Olympic level athletes. And so as many different programs and and sort of different approaches to training. We need all of these because not all of us are the same either. And so again, sorting through that, all, all that information, funneling all of that information into a strategy that's going to be effective for you is really one of the big benefits of working with someone and one of the big benefits of having a coach out there and where most runners go wrong is that they're reading all of this different information and wanting to try so many different things. All of these books and and blogs and websites and everything are are written sometimes in such motivating and inspiring ways. We want to try everything and do everything. The place that a lot of runners go wrong with this is that they don't stick to one plan or one strategy long enough to see the benefits. And you can imagine that if you're completely switching up your workouts every week or every month, even you're not going to get anywhere compared to the runner who's more consistent and commits to one method of training, one style of training for, you know, a full training block or 6 months or maybe even longer. And part of the challenge is that people who are always switching it up, always doing different things, always kind of looking looking for that perfect solution or that perfect program. They're going to wind up frustrated and actually not getting the results they could simply because they're just doing too many different things and just changing up their strategy too often. And so the reality is that anyone at any stage of their running journey can benefit from working with a coach. Even if you don't consider yourself a real runner, even if you are not a super serious runner. There are plenty of coaches out there who work with beginners, specialize with beginner runners. Um, the beauty of that and the benefit of that is that they can help you learn to run the right way. And there's tremendous value in learning the foundations of running, learning some of those best practices and good habits from the start of becoming a runner, because you're going to learn about injury prevention. You are going to learn how to safely build up your mileage without getting hurt all the time. They're going to help you understand when you're ready to take next steps with your training, when you're ready to level up your intensity or your volume, they can help you understand and learn the good foundations of running form, running mechanics help you incorporate strength training. So there's actually a, a really good argument to be made. And there's a lot of value in hiring and working with a coach kind of right from the beginning, right from the get go of that running journey. You don't have to wait until you're a serious runner or, you know, someone who considers themselves a serious runner. You don't have to wait until you're running marathons or wait until you are, you know, this sort of peak athlete in order to start benefiting from working with a coach. So all that to say, you can start working with a coach anytime, but how might you know when it's time for you? Like how might you know when the time is right for yourself? And here's where I want to share a couple of considerations and a few questions that you can ask yourself to sort of help you make that choice. The first one is that you have questions that are very specific and personal to you. And you just aren't able to find sufficient answers online or in some of your running communities, like in your running Facebook groups or forums. I personally am in a number of different running Facebook groups um, and uh, different sort of running community groups like that. And every single day, there are so many people that are in there asking questions that the only real answer that someone should give is that they should work with a coach to get that answered for them personally. These questions that people are coming in with are very personal, very specific. Uh, We need a lot more information from that person to be able to answer it uh, succinctly or correctly. Everything from, you know, how long will it take me to prepare for this race? How many calories should I eat per day? What's the best, half marathon training program that I should follow. Uh, what should I do for my strength training? You know, all of these questions that seem very general, kind of at the outset, when you're the one asking these questions or wondering about these things, they do seem very general and they seem like questions that you should be able to get good answers to. But when we start to kind of formulate an answer and start to dig deeper on an answer, it starts to get really complicated. There's a lot of, it depends. There's a lot of, well, What kind of experience do you have? Have you run a half marathon before? How many miles are you running right now per week? What's your goal? Like there's so many things that we have to tease out and have to figure out to really be able to give a good quality answer. So unfortunately, instead of a good quality answer from a professional in one of these groups, what people usually get would be dozens, if not sometimes hundreds of comments and replies from other people in these groups who are generally well meaning I mean they're they're coming in there wanting to give advice wanting to be helpful wanting to provide support to their fellow runners but what they really only can share is their own lived experiences or maybe just their own opinions and that may or may not be helpful even if you worked with a coach and this is what your coach told you and this is what you did and it worked well that doesn't mean that that's going to be the best approach or work for everybody. We all have different experiences, different genetics, different injury risks that make it really important to have that personalized approach and strategy to how we train, how much we train, what those workouts look like. And even if a professional does kind of chime in with some advice, you know, there are lots of running coaches that you'll find hanging out in these Facebook groups online. And even if someone does chime in, There's usually too many of these variables and and too many of these questions that we would have to ask that person to really give a solid answer. So we have sort of a general question being asked, and then we have to give very, very general advice back, which I'm not sure how helpful that is. So on some of these topics, you know, some of the more hotly debated topics out there, some of the comments will also completely conflict with one another. So these people are asking these questions, kind of going for help, looking for information, and instead they get a hundred comments that are all telling them to do completely different things. And I'm not sure that those people are walking away with anything really useful or valuable. It's a lot to read through and sift through, but then turning around and what do we do with that information? So... Definitely. If you are feeling like you can't really get the answers to your questions, you're doing a lot of researching, you're doing a lot of Googling, you're trying to talk to people, but nobody really seems to be able to help you or give you the answer that you're looking for. Then maybe it's time to work with a coach, sit down with a coach and get these answers to some of these questions. The second question or the second consideration that you might want to look at in terms of whether or not you're ready to hire a coach is if you aren't really seeing any progress with your training, if you aren't really getting anywhere, you're not really developing as a runner, you're not happy with how your performance has evolved month after month or year after year, if you keep getting injured or if you're just generally feeling stuck, you kind of have this feeling of, you know, you're maybe just treading water, you are taking, you know, one step forward, two steps back, you're just not really making any progress, kind of spinning in circles, partially because maybe you keep getting hurt, you keep having a lot of setbacks with your training, or also if maybe the problem is that you just don't know what you should be doing, this is a really good sign that it's time to work with someone. Because despite there being so much information out there on the internet, sometimes that stops us from taking action because of this information overload. What we call this phenomenon is something called analysis paralysis. And this is essentially where we are so caught up in the researching, analyzing all the possibilities, reading all the blogs, doing all the Googling, that we actually don't take action. We're so caught up in figuring out the what and and what we're gonna do, what action we should take, that we never do anything, we never take the action. And where I see this a lot is with runners and their strength training in particular. They know they should strength train. We all know that it's important and it's good for us as runners to do that strength training, but when it comes time to do it, they don't know what to do. How many reps? How many sets? How often? How long should it take? Am I doing this right? Is my form good? And because we have all of these questions, we don't really know what we're doing. And so we don't do anything at all. We, we tend to not really bother with it. And this is in spite of the fact that if you go online and you look up strength training resources for runners online, there's tons of information out there. There's so much information out there, but that leads us to wonder which one of these programs is right for me. What should I be doing with my strength training? And so all of this information that's available, despite having it at our disposal, we don't take action because of this analysis paralysis. And so if you're struggling with information overload, if you're struggling with too much of the what and you're not really able to take action, then a coach can help give you that little bit of direction that you need. The coach can answer your questions, help you understand how to choose the best planner program for your needs and goals, because they're able to see what is your previous experience with running, with injuries, with strength training, what are you ready for? You can have that conversation, get that feedback on how it felt, what went well, what didn't go well, tweak and modify your plan and and have that kind of partnership in building it out for you. And so speaking of goals, this is the third reason that you might want to hire a coach. And it's if you have a specific goal that you want to achieve with your running. This doesn't need to be a a very specific time goal. It doesn't always need to be about PRs, even though, you know, as runners, we all love getting a PR. It really might be a matter of you're training for your first big race. Maybe you are new to running or you've taken a lot of time off from running. You're coming back into it and you're training for a big race and you want to be prepared, or maybe it is about beating a previous time. It also might be that you just need a healthier approach to training and you wanna make it to your race day without injuries. Maybe you just wanna get through a training cycle without getting hurt for once. And so there doesn't need to be a specific time goal attached to it. It doesn't need to be about beating a PR or, or kind of you know getting your BQ or anything like that. Sometimes it is just about wanting to achieve a goal and wanting that partnership and, and having that coaching relationship with someone who can help you navigate that and, and keep you on track, keep you motivated and keep you consistent. As a running coach, I have personally worked with runners who are at all different stages of experience. Some of my clients are running their very first race, their very first marathon, you know, they're training, uh, kind of from those beginning stages, but a lot of my other clients have run countless races. I mean, we're talking dozens of marathons, but they just want to feel stronger. They want to feel better, or they do want to aim for a specific time goal. You know, that's definitely something that we see a lot or other runners, they have a lot of experience, they have a lot of knowledge, and they just want someone else to guide the process. They don't wanna have to think about planning their weekly workouts. And I wanna make it really clear that it's okay to be someone who enjoys running, enjoys running as a sport, you enjoy the benefits of running for your mind and your body. You don't necessarily wanna spend all of your free time reading all the books, reading all the blogs, researching all the research articles about program development and all of that stuff just because you personally don't want to get into the weeds of the science and you know kind of spend all of your time all of your energy being completely consumed by running in that way that does not make you less of a runner and that does not make you a non-serious runner you could be a very serious runner but just not have a lot of interest in having to design and plan your own programming that is okay. Hiring a coach can alleviate some of that. So all you have to do is show up and do the work and know that you're going to get good results regardless. Even if you don't know all the details and the background of the why, um, you know, showing up and putting in the work can definitely be enough. So the next question that you might be wondering about is should you hire one coach who does it all Or are you better off working with multiple coaches who have specialty knowledge in different areas? And you kind of have a few options here. When it comes to coaches, you can work with a variety of people who specialize in running. So maybe you have a strength training coach, a physiotherapist, maybe a sports psychologist, sport dietitian. Some coaches might have expertise in more than one area. You know, they might be someone like myself who can provide the fitness programming, the strength training programming, the running programming, but then also the nutrition programming and, you know, kind of working in multiple different areas. And there's a lot of coaches out there who do that. They have, um, you know, they have services or experience in more than one of these realms. And you might be trying to decide if that's the route that you want to go, or if you want to work with multiple people who all offer sort of different things. Now you are never going to find a coach or chances are you'll never find a coach who really truly does it all. You know, that person is busy. They're probably still out there completing their 10th or 11th uh, university degree, um, to try and become an expert in, in the strength and the injury rehab and the sports psychology and the nutrition and, you know, whatever else, uh, you can think of, but to find someone who does offer multiple things or to, to work with multiple coaches, there's pros and cons to both. You know, we all have our strengths as coaches. We all have the sort of niche areas that we work in, the types of clients that we specialize in or are best suited to work with. Um, But you want to kind of balance the pros and cons of these options. Of course, there's an added expense of hiring multiple people. Or if you work with one person, they aren't going to have every single solution to everything that might come up during your training program. And so I wanted to give you a few tips. I personally have been in this industry for 10 years uh, working as a fitness coach and a dietitian. And so to kind of help you navigate making these choices, I wanted to give you a few of my thoughts. So the first is that if you are going to work with multiple coaches, you want to make sure that those individuals are willing and able to function as part of a team. You want everyone to sort of know what their role is and, and sort of what their scope of practice is within that team and respect those boundaries and the expertise of others. And this is because, as I said before, there's a lot of different opinions, even expert opinions, uh, a lot of different program options, a lot of different schools of thought when it comes to running, strength training, nutrition, rehab, all of it and so you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you have a a few different coaches that you're working with on different things and you're getting a lot of different or conflicting opinions from everyone you know you don't want everyone thinking they're an expert in everything and then you're just even more confused uh you're paying to be confused now because you have all of these people who are telling you to do different things so you want to make sure that there's kind of a clear uh, an established focus for the different individuals that you're working with, and that they're all um, able to work together as as part of a team. And you want to make sure that at the end of the day, if you do have multiple coaches that you're working with, that you're really at the center of that program and that you are the main decision maker. And so if it comes down to, you know having some different, Uh, options for programs or treatments or something like that, you want to be the one who's really deciding what to do and and how to navigate that and and really being able to tune into what's going to be best for you and what feels best for you. You should be the focus and you should be the center of that uh, network of coaches. And you don't want to put yourself in a situation where someone else is really taking the reins and, uh, you know, maybe making decisions that you're not comfortable with. If you're working with just one coach, if you've decided to hire just one person, it's also really important to know kind of where where their expertise is and where it isn't so that you know a scenario where a referral elsewhere might be needed. So talking through that when you're getting to know a potential coach, talking through what they can do, what they can't do, what they're comfortable with, what they're not comfortable with, what sometimes their licensure legally allows them to do versus not, so that you know, um, you know, when and where you might be having to find another professional to work with, even for a short period of time, you know, for example, if you're working with a a fitness coach who specializes in the running programming or the strength training, but they aren't say a physiotherapist or an athletic therapist who can focus on the injury rehabilitation side of things, then knowing that if you do get injured, you may have to uh, seek out treatment somewhere else, or if you're working with someone who's really uh, has a lot of expertise in education on the fitness side. If, and when you have nutrition questions, then that might lead you to having to go elsewhere to get those nutrition questions answered. So there's a lot of, um, you know, things to consider factors to consider when you're looking at not only when are you ready to hire a coach, but also what kind of coach and who is it that you might want to work with. So today I hope that you've gained some clarity on all of that Um, if you're not getting anywhere on your own, you aren't finding answers online to the specific questions that you have, or you have goals that you want to achieve with your running, then it's really never too early in your running career to start working with a professional. And so of course here, I would love to help you here at Stephanie Natchek Performance Nutrition. I would love to be your coach and help guide you through the next phases of your running, whether you're a beginner or someone who is a little bit more experienced, but has goals that they want to achieve with their running, whether it's, uh, time goals, body composition goals, or just feeling strong and feeling energized. When you cross the finish line at your next race, we have a few different options available for runners who need help with their running, their strength training, their nutrition, or all of the above. These programs are available as one-to-one coaching. We also have group coaching and a brand new self-study nutrition course that is available now uh, in 2023. You can find more details about all of these by visiting my website. That's www.stephanie.com or of course the links to all of these different options that we have available for training will be in the links in today's show notes. I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the fuel run recover podcast. If you've been enjoying the show, I would love it and appreciate it so much. If you could give us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform, whatever you happen to be listening on. And if in the meantime, until we meet again here, if you want even more nutrition and training content made just for runners, then I would love to connect with you on Instagram. You can find me at Steph, the runners dietitian. That's it for today's episode, and we will see you next time. Bye for now. The information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not to be used or relied upon for the diagnosis or treatment of any health condition. This information does not create a client practitioner relationship and should not be used as a substitute for professional medical advice.